Welcome to episode four of People Behind the Business, a show for small businesses with small teams and huge ambitions. I'm your host, Rosemary Richings. When I spoke to Miranda Naramias on the previous episode, we had this really interesting discussion about creating positive online communities and an important part of where that whole concept is really thrived, I found, is in the women entrepreneur community because that's so much a crucial part of what makes that community really strong. So my guest on today's show is a web designer and business coach who works with uh, women entrepreneurs specifically. So if you are wondering what working with that demographic is like, or you are interested in hiring a business coach or a web designer specifically, uh, and you are a women entrepreneur, you will love this week's episode. So this week I spoke to Selma Sharif, and without further ado, I'm going to let her go ahead and introduce herself. I'm Salma and I am a business coach and a brand strategist at SalmaSharif.com and I help passionate and committed entrepreneurs to launch and scale their profitable and automated online business while being location independent. And I also help them launch their websites and blogs online and also help them scale to the next level. Uh, using automation and marketing strategies as well. So how do you find that your client interactions that you have both with your web design services and your business coaching services uh, inspire and impact each other? Do you find that they overlap in terms of who you work with or not? Initially, when I started off my entrepreneurial journey, uh, I started blogging and also as a product-based entrepreneur. And uh, during that uh, you know, three years, uh, I grew my online business and I grew my audience as well for my blog and I understood a lot about how business and blogging works and how important an online presence is. So with that, I, you know, merged my passion and my education, that is computer science, uh, master's in computer science, um, you know, to create this service-based business in order to help women entrepreneurs like me who are just starting out and who want to you know, create a strong impact online. So I started off initially using, you know, branding and web designing services only. But later at a point of time, I came to understand that they also require coaching services because they don't need just help with, you know, creating um, a beautiful looking website or a brand. They also need help with um, understand the brand strategy, how to connect with your audience, how to gain followers, how to convert traffic into visitors or clients, and also how they can utilize this online platform to reach a wider audience and, um, you know, um, get that income goal that they always want. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, they don't always have the right training to do it on their own. Like, I I deal with the writing part of uh, building websites. And there's always so many more questions than just, like, how the draft you there's always the bigger picture for sure. Yes. So you mentioned you built your business a lot through uh, blogging. Yes. Uh, can you talk about how you've done that and how your strategy has changed over time? Sure. 
So I had this love and passion towards craft, crochet, and DIY right from my school days. So during my post-graduation, I just wanted to do something with that. And I took that opportunity and I created a blog using the free platform, uh, Blogspot. And I started, you know, blogging about all what the project that I had done. I didn't have images because if I had thought that I was going to start a blog, I would have maybe captured them. But it didn't stop me. No, I just started creating and writing blog posts and sharing it across social media platforms. And I tried connecting with like-minded, you know, bloggers and uh, craft bloggers and the big in the industry as well. So what happened uh, during that uh, point of time when I was blogging, I was also approached by many um, companies as well as bloggers for doing a guest blog on their, you know, website. And through that, I also gained various uh, traffic and, uh, you know, comments, uh, rewards and recognition as well. So what happened when I started this blog was my brand was established. That is, this person is not just a blogger, but because I also had this product-based business and I was blogging about it as well, it uh, helped me establish my brand and authority. And also I tried converting few of my visitors uh, to purchase either my patterns or my crochet products as well. So blogging is really a very good platform to establish yourself as an expert, as an authority in that particular niche, and also to establish your brand and your services as well. So what would you recommend for figuring out not just um, not just uh, the writing, but figuring out uh who to get blog for and things like that. Yeah, you need to understand who is actually accepting your content. Now, let's say I'm blogging about websites, how important web designing is, how important automation is in your business. So I'll be targeting uh, entrepreneurs who are either you know in going to launch their business or are into business but they're struggling to reach to the next level. So I'll be targeting those or home-based business owners or uh, mom, mom entrepreneurs. So I'll be targeting people like these. And with that, I will um, try promoting my services and convert them into leads and then maybe pitch my offers as well. And then when you're doing a guest post or you know, you're interviewing, uh, going as an interview or a guest expert in podcasts or even um, you know, uh, group programs, you have to understand who they are targeting and whether it is the right fit for you and whether you will be benefited later on with that audience as well. So you need to understand so that you can drive traffic from there as well. So I, I always love to ask other web benefits, but uh, what, what is your favorite uh, blogging platform right now and why? Okay, so I would definitely suggest and recommend WordPress if you're thinking long term um, because... As a blogger, you might in future add in various other features or services um, or functionalities to your website and to your business as well. So in that case, WordPress is very good. It is feasible and it, it can be you know, extended to add more functionalities to it like adding courses, adding um, you know, podcasts. And it's also very easy. You can use builders, visual builders into WordPress and create a website, a different layout of your room, even if you don't know how to design one thing for you. So 
So it is very, very... Yeah, and the theme good. Yes. The themes on it are very... Yes. I found that great myself as well. Yes. But if you're finding it difficult to, you know, get a hands-on uh, this WordPress and the backend is not that comfortable for you, the next option I would suggest is going for Squarespace because you don't have to worry about anything else um, or even SEO. Uh, everything is done for you through via Squarespace itself. So it is also a good platform where you just want to showcase your services or start blogging. Yeah, and the, I think some WordPress design, uh, not WordPress, uh, Squarespace design websites, and they actually really always look really clean yes. as well, I noticed. They have a, uh, you know, pre-made template that you can use of. Only if you know a lot of coding, you can actually customize Squarespace templates. Otherwise, it's difficult. But WordPress is not like that. You can add in themes that you like. You can actually use visual builders to create a different layout of your room, even if you're not uh, good in coding. So that's where WordPress, you know, uh, gets a higher ranking as far as, uh, like, you're asking yeah, and there's, it, it's good for busy people too. Yeah. Who, who don't have much time to deal with all the little details yeah. and everything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So this this has been one of my most favorite questions so far to to ask uh, a lot of the guests I've had on the show. If you could go back in a time machine to day one, week one of your business and tell the past version of yourself anything, what would you say? Okay, so I would like to, you know, think of myself um, like one year from now, almost one year from now, when I started this service-based business, um, because I was having this purpose that I wanted to create something, and then I really found it difficult. You know, it, I had my own challenges. I would, uh, I was actually not organized. I wasn't having any clear strategy in mind. Uh, but I only had this one thing that I want to, you know, empower women worldwide. So this one thing actually kept me behind and never let me grow. Uh, you know, I didn't have the right strategies. I didn't set my income goals. I didn't set my target audience. I just went out there and launched my business. But that is actually, you know, um, you can do it. You need to launch your business, but you also need to understand all these aspects of your business so that you can, you know, grow as well. But since I wasn't at that point of time not organized, I was all over the place uh, on all social media platforms, but not consistent even in one, it was difficult to connect with my actual, um, you know, um, target audience. Yeah, because that's definitely so important, just having uh, a sense of, Focus. Yeah. Who you're reaching? Especially. Yes, I, I had a similar problem in the beginning <laughs> myself too. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, if like let's say someone is for whatever reason can only put a very limited amount of web pages and content and images and etc. on their website, uh, okay. What would you consider the most essential? Uh, parts and what can be admitted. Like, what do you see as the most important part of any website? If you are having the website, the first thing that they notice is your homepage, and your homepage has to be clear, and it is it has to speak out to the visitor that's visiting your website, and it has to you know, help them navigate easily. So the one thing is you need to 
clearly mention what you are, what your business or your website is about and what will they get from you. So have a clear uh, header, have an opt-in form because it is very important for you to convert visitors into leads and then later on into customers. And then have clear services mentioned on your homepage and also maybe your social media platforms where they can connect with you as well. And the website should be clear, even though if you have a very limited number of pages, the navigation part should be very easy. They should be easily able to navigate to other pages of your website. Um, let's say, for example, if you are, if you see an advertisement on Amazon, you click on that, you purchase that product, you go to, uh, you know, it, it goes to the next step by itself, right? Uh, it takes you to the to cart, it takes you to add your uh, shipping address, then the payment process, and then uh, an email. So similarly, you need to design the website so that you're thinking about the visitor or the client or the target audience, where they need to navigate next and next. So you can have a start here, or you can, uh, if your focus is on, you know, turning their, uh, turning visitors into leads, you need to have a clear opt-in form and what they'll be getting when they opt-in uh, or they subscribe for that. Or if you're uh, promoting your services, have your services mentioned, like designing, business coaching, or content writing. And then a clear about me and a contact me page because it is very, very important. Few, um, you know, few clients uh, initially, they didn't have this contact and about me page. Because if they don't know you, they are not going to purchase from you or not, they are not going to hire you. So a clear about me page about you, your journey, and... Uh, how you're different from others is very important and a way they can contact with you, either a contact form and um, or maybe like a scheduling platform as well. So this is important in terms of web design. Uh, the other aspect that I would consider really important is uh, search engine optimization of your website and then submitting your website or your site maps to search console, Google search console. Because only then when um, any type of keyword or when you're doing the search engine optimization and someone searches for something that you are working on, your blog or your website might turn up in the Google search results. So that's why search engine optimization and submitting sitemaps to search console is very important. And another thing is you can always integrate Google Analytics to your website so that you understand uh, where the visitors are coming from. And the demographics of your visitors, like their age, their uh, gender, their location. So based on that, you can target later on using Facebook ads and so on. And you can write content based on that. And regarding images, when you're sharing images across various social media platforms and on Pinterest, make sure you watermark those images, at least have your website address in it, or at least your logo in it, so that nobody is able to, you know, um, copy that. Uh, so this is also important even if you're a product-based business owner, make sure that your images of the product is watermarked so that nobody copies it. So could you explain what that is a little bit for people who are just um, getting to know uh, that sort of thing? What uh, Could you talk about watermarking a little bit? Yes, more? definitely. Uh, I'll explain by giving an example. So I initially used to design, I mean, even I design, even now, I, I create beautiful crochet handmade, you know, baby products like booties and hats. So I sell them and I share them across my social media platforms like you do and like everybody does. 
so not just your product even uh, you know like marketing materials like you know if you have a social media template like an instagram template you designed something of by yourself you need to watermark watermark is nothing but adding your either your logo on it adding a black or white version of your logo on it or at least having your website name on it and it can be either across the image itself slightly transparent if it is a product what happens when you do this is nobody can copy it they can't crop it out and they can they can't show it if it is guess now i wanted to share an example right so when i was sharing this across social media platforms uh, i happened to notice that somebody had copied my image uh, and posted it as their own uh, that is my crochet booties that i designed and they were getting orders oh. yeah they were getting orders but i'm not sure how she was going to uh, do it uh, whether she actually knows crochet or not i'm not sure about it but instantly i connected with her and i said to her to take it down and uh, i also when she questioned me back again uh, i had to report her profile to facebook her page to facebook and i asked my friends to so this was a learning curve actually so from then onwards i started adding my website name or my page name or even or my name or the logo across the product uh, slightly transparent um if this is product else you can just have your watermark like your uh, you know the website name at the bottom of your image so you definitely need to do this especially if it is something of your own that you're doing it uh, it really hurts to see when people you know just taking away uh, content or images from you and sharing it as their own so don't make this mistake if you haven't watermarked your images make sure you do that and then share it across that's a really good tip cuz um my partner had that happen he had a he had a picture of his grandparents up on the uh, on Flickr and some some advertising company used the picture to sell their their products mm. so so i think that's a good one to keep in mind for anyone that wants to use their own images for yeah, sure yeah, yes um one more example is when you see photographers sharing their profiles or their images what they have taken you can always see their logo or their watermark on the images like for example uh, salma photography something like that right so you make sure that you uh, watermark uh, your images and another example that i wanted to say is um a friend of mine a blogger friend of mine she actually shared her weight loss journey and somebody else actually copied her image um some fitness um, you know product or someone they shared they copied hers and they actually used it for advertising So that's really without her consent. Yeah, cuz especially with something like that where it's yeah. very very personal. And everyone looking at you, they are sharing it up like you know they have a million users or viewers. So without the consent they are actually using it for their own use and for their own advantage and even she was not aware of that. So you need to definitely try avoiding this uh, something like this happening to your images or to your business as well. For sure. So, uh, moving on to you, you mentioned you work with uh, female entrepreneurs yes. specifically. Uh, what is your favorite part then of working with with uh, that group? Okay, the one thing is like you know whenever I see uh, these working with female entrepreneurs, no matter who they are, like either they are bloggers or um, 
like e-commerce business owners so they are they are a fast version of you so it's really easy to understand uh, you know their requirements the audience that they are targeting because even their audience is mostly women and requirements their vision and um, you know the audience they target is really able to capture that and understand that in their point of view so that i'm able to give them more tips uh, on marketing strategies and uh, even automation uh what do you find the most common problems of them with uh with that group with uh, the female entrepreneurs book with common problems yeah um i didn't have any um you know a big issue working with them as of now but few have very selected um you know uh favorites i can say very very selected design qualities i may say because uh, few two of two to three of my clients they are um they didn't like what i proposed to them and they were giving in their own their own insights on it but whereas it wasn't right so they also need to understand that uh, someone might uh, have experienced that and it might not work for them um so at that point maybe i felt a little discomfort working uh, with few of my clients but still at a later point of time i was able to help make them understand that it is not the way uh, if this is the uh, right way to do it uh, so yeah comments definitely there were few you know issues while working with anyone when i had um you know uh, many clients in the past but even then i had this issue so it's not about you know a uh, design or female entrepreneurs as or such but everybody has this um so you need to understand exactly what they're looking for and it's okay to tell the truth out um you don't have to hide or you don't need to not to everything they say you need to make them understand that get the best service right so you yeah Yeah and also too uh the important thing to recognize is that uh, everyone has their own personal preferences yeah. of what's good and what's bad. Yes, exactly. So yes. what does the average workday look like for you? For me I work almost um just around 6 to 7 hours a day. Initially when I started the service business business I used to work like um, around 10 hours even late night. but now it's more organized even though i'm having a lot of clients uh, i organize them really well i start with uh, definitely a prayer and i you know journal for some time to see how my day should look like and then i check my class email for all client emails and any kind of appointment um, you know schedule that i need to do or anything that i need to complete maybe i Uh, noted down the previous day, and then I check that the um you know the to do list accordingly once I complete everything. And I have this lunch break set for myself. I have this evening tea break set for myself, and the rest of the days I work on um you know client projects and also for coaching as well. That that tea break part I I can definitely relate to. <laughs> I I found that so. so helpful. I uh I learned about that from there's there's a Swedish custom called uh called fika that's like a midday tea break yeah. thing and I it's so important you have to take that break. It's always so important. Yes, yes. 
and it also you know helps you energize again and get back working again yeah for sure so um when it's time to stop to disconnect and stop working for the rest of the day how do you make it so that um you still have your sense of boundaries and uh and you don't take calls after a certain time and etc do you have a system for that so I actually set an email. I set an automated email during that time uh, when I'm not working, during my off days or during like while I'm on vacation. I set automated emails so that uh, when someone uh, sends me an email, they get an automated response saying that I'm out of station and so on. And if there's any kind of emergency, they can contact me via my phone or through Facebook Messenger because I always have that um, because I I don't go offline. Because I know that I I should be there for my clients, and even they respect my time, um, and that my you know that my business day is off, so they respect that, and they wait for my they patiently wait for my response, um, because especially because of the time zone difference. So I initially when I started like start the project or start the coaching services, I tell them that I tell them this might be the case if this is the scenario uh, message where. So, on a related note, how do you deal with um, the challenges of uh, time zone differences? Do you do you think that that's ever something that that ad- creates any problems? Like, do you find that's a problem at all with with your clients? How, how do you manage that? No, I don't have any problems because if you see, ninety five percent of the US, the UK, and even Australia, so we uh, connect. Somehow we connect and uh, either we find it live or we schedule a time so that we can discuss weekly, uh, you know, the progress of either their coaching or their branding or web designing services. So time zone difference has never been an issue for my business because even they understand and even I understand. And we set up uh, email or uh, calling uh, based on what their preference is. So that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good uh, strategy for that, that yes. too, because I'm, I'm sure you, you deal with a lot of different people all over the world, yes. so uh, for sure. So moving on to the coaching part, uh, since you were talking about that a bit too, um, so money mindset is something I noticed was a big part of your, your program. Could you talk about that a little bit? So what happens when it comes to just mindset is they're not... Uh, sometimes, you know, even though they are having that talent in them to showcase their services, they're good in coding, they're good in teaching, uh, but they're actually not able to move forward because of what's there inside them. They think that they're not confident. They think that uh, there are so many other people out there offering the same services. How can I, you know, um, be set myself apart from them? How can I be another one in that same industry and still get clients. So there are so many things that they think of, but it is really important that they are confident in their services as well as money. Because uh, when I initially met clients uh, for coaching, they were not sure of, uh, you know, they were not happy or they were not confident with the money uh, that they've already been making. Or when it comes to bigger amount, they were not happy or, um, you know, satisfied. Or maybe comfortable talking about it. So you need to get comfortable about around money as well. You need to be clear 
and if you had past issues with money like if you had a debt or if you need to accept that you need to accept that and you need to think forward always think that you will definitely get there and your business and your services will definitely reach you uh, your income goal and uh, you know you have definitely have to believe in yourself be confident and even with your tiny little flaws and irregularities it will definitely help you reach to the next next level by being yourself and by being authentic so that's a very challenging thing to overcome uh what what kind of things do you do you often suggest for working through that i often tell them to you know come up with a money mantra um like you know uh, for example i can overcome this money irregularity something whatever they feel connected to like they can either print out a quote stick it on top of their you know laptop or wherever they feel comfortable and where they can actually see it just keep saying that this is one way of keeping your mindset uh, positive so that you don't go low even when you know uh, when people sometimes around you might uh, be negative so don't let negative energy force you down always stay positive have a mantra in front of you have a quote that you can see and be with people uh, who actually share good stuff who share positivity who share their wins Uh, by overcoming those struggles, so you need to understand that if a person overcame uh, that big of a struggle to achieve her success, even you can. So that's what I would like to say. And uh, in my coaching program, actually, I teach them um, teach them through all of this uh, one by one. After a very brief technical difficulty, Selma and I continued our conversation by talking a little bit about what she's working on right now. Hi, Selma. So, could you uh, describe the long-term goals for your business and share anything that you're working on? Yes, my long term is to connect with even more women entrepreneurs and maybe uh, conduct retreats um, in future, so that I get to connect a wider audience who's struggling to launch and level their online business. And not just that, I'm also planning to up level my own business. um by offering various other services and uh, hiring a bigger team and as of now i'm working on a group coaching program to help service based providers especially um to get to their 5k months and above so that's what i'm working on and i'm also working on a course uh, to help understand the importance of sales funnel and how to actually map out a money making sales funnel yeah that that will definitely be really helpful for your audience for sure so yes um what so just to wrap things up what three words would you use to describe your business and why okay so three words that comes to my mind is professional authentic and result oriented that's because i don't uh, try to be someone else i try to be uh, myself uh every time every single time i do a live stream or when i'm sharing my messages uh when when my about my branding and my visual content everything is me and uh, might be my target audience as well so they instantly connect with me and uh, so i try to be as authentic as possible and also i give results i give my clients results and that's why i would like to say these three words 
Awesome. So where can listeners find you online? Um, they can find me via Facebook as Salma Sheriff and even on Instagram as Salma Sheriff Designs. And I also have my own Facebook group for up-and-coming women entrepreneurs where I share business tips and strategies every Mondays and Wednesdays. And the group is called The Radiant Influencers. Great. So I'll add those to the show notes for those of you who are driving or anything like that. So, Sela, thanks so much for being on the show. And uh, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you like what you heard and you would like to keep up to date on future episodes, hit the subscribe button on your podcast listening device. And I also have an active newsletter for podcast updates and etc. And the link for that is available in the show notes if you'd like to opt into that. And of course, tell all your friends and I'll see you soon on future episodes.